Ladies and gentlemen, this is Gail Morgan welcoming you to the Libertarian Counterpoint's Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. You've heard their point, now listen to the counterpoint. Welcome to the Knuckleheads of Liberty podcast. Uh, we're coming at you on November 17th, 2021, uh, almost Thanksgiving, and I guess we can give thanks that uh, um, we're not Austria, I guess. But before we get into that, let me uh, uh, introduce you to our panel. In our upper left-hand corner, we have Leon, the word Brathwaite, last word in Liberty. He is a retired engineer in the state of California. In our upper right-hand corner, we have our screaming eagle of freedom, Tim Everett. He is a pilot in the state of California. My name is Jason McPhee, and I'll be your host today. Uh, so uh, jumping right into the first uh, uh, topic, um, you know, it's funny, as, as horrible as a lot of our government has been doing uh, in this country with uh, uh, sort of totalitarian rules on COVID. Um, some countries are doing a little worse, I guess, and Austria is one of them. And uh, we just uh, heard this last week that Austria is enforcing lockdowns on all unvaccinated people. So we get that story up there. Uh, we got a, a link to a Bloomberg article here. And um, yeah, and so they're, they're going to be you know, uh, essentially uh, only allowing unvaccinated people to go to certain, I guess, uh, necessary places, I guess, like your grocery store, or whatever, as, as though uh, you can't spread it <laughs> there if you have it, but you can at a, at a concert. I, you know, I don't know what goes on in these people's minds, uh, but science apparently is something that's left the building a long time ago. <laughs> that, was, that was gone early 2020. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't seen any any of that in quite a while, um, but uh, apparently it's just edicts of politicians constantly thinking that uh, they want to be shown doing something. Um, and you know, it, at least in Austria, that's that's pretty pretty hardcore. You know, locking down everybody, creating two, two well, not everybody, just if you're unvaccinated. So, right. well, what do you guys think about this one? Talk about a violation of human rights in this case. You know, I mean, I know it's it's Austria and it's. Um, um, it's not it's not the United States, but you're talking about human beings. You're talking about the violation of their rights in the name of some disease that has a ninety a 99% recovery rate. I mean, what 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 science what science could could trigger a, a mandate like this? What science could tell us that this would be the only way that we can find to solve this problem? Of course, the COVID is a problem, but it has a 99% recovery rate. So even if you get sick, if you get infected, sure, there might be some people who might be hospitalized and all that. And, you know, we have to go through all the regiments of treatment. But what is being used to justify this thing? And I think you're right, Jason. What the hell is going on in these people, people's minds? Nobody can know. They just come in, They seem to be just doing it on the fly without any rational basis for their actions. And now they're going to have a whole, I don't know, I think they said the, um, the vaccination rate is just like about uh, 67%, so about one-third of their population. They are going to lock down about one-third of the Austrian population. I don't know how many million people that is, but I'm sure it's significant. They're going to lock these people down. And they're going to make sure their life is miserable until they go take the vaccine, which is mean they're going to essentially, quote-unquote, put a gun in their head and tell them to go to the vaccine. And if they don't, they'll have to stay in their homes at all night. Otherwise, they're going to get arrested and fined. And probably in prisons, I guess. I don't know if they, they go that far, but i sure it's possible. This is ridiculous and totally yeah. unscientific. 
Yeah, I think that's the ignored science that they're using to uh, to do this. Uh, the science that says that uh, e even uh, fully vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you still pass it on to somebody else. And, you know, the the vaccinated are are basically uh, for, for the most part, uh, the vast majority uh, for 90th percentile. And I'm a vaccine fan are um, safe from severe COVID. Right. Like I had. So um, they're not going to get hospitalized. Um, so it's only the unvaccinated that that pose a risk. But, you know, mainly to themselves. Yes, they can <coughs> bring it home to another unvaccinated person in their household. But, you know, so can the vaccinated bring it bring it home to an unvaccinated person in their household and make life miserable potentially for them. So, um yeah, they have to ignore all that science, and they have to ignore the, the science that uh, no matter what people do, uh, COVID follows its own particular path. And you can see the the uh, spikes in COVID occur regardless of what measures are taken. And so they can look at that science, but they're going to ignore that too. And <clears throat> so... <clears throat> uh so what are they doing there i mean you're you're confined to your house if you're unvaccinated you can't walk out the door you can't walk down the street you can't get in your car and drive to the grocery store is that what this is the police can stop you listen what's going on here you see like how you can have a traffic stop the police yeah. can stop you and ask you to produce some proof of vaccination and okay you so you don't have it you can be fined and confined to your home well i thought they're confined to their home that's why they they're being stopped, right? They're already confined to their home. Is that well? Well, what, I, don't what know, the, I, I don't remember exactly what what is the process right here. But if you are found okay. on the street and you're unvaccinated, yeah. they could they could find you. Yeah, I, I believe on that street. you have the excuse to go to certain places, like you know, to get food and things that are considered yes. necessary by the government. But you could be stopped anywhere at papers, please. <laughs> right? Papers. I mean, yeah, see your papers. <laughs> <laughs> so that could be, you know, just, you know, it's scary, you know, I mean, eventually, uh, uh, you know, are they going to be kind of rounding them up and putting them in the trains at some point? <laughs> yeah, know. Know. <laughs> why not? Why not? Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, it's, it's the only way to be fun. sure to get rid of COVID, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, kill, uh, kill, the, kill the host. Kill the host. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they could they could kill everybody and uh, uh, the whole population. They could do that, mass murder, uh, and uh, that would definitely put a put this, you know. But it would it would bring COVID dent. death. Yeah, it would bring COVID deaths down to zero. Damn, <laughs> right, there'd yeah. be a lot of other deaths. <laughs> not a, a not as yeah, exactly. Yeah, but their numbers <sighs> would look great on COVID. <laughs> oh yes, man. Oh yes, it would look, look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's not just, you know, like I said, uh, Austria seems to be, uh, you know, kind of <laughs> heading off in, you know, new frontiers on this stuff. But but Los Angeles is kind of right behind them. I mean, they're uh, they're essentially asking a lot of indoor businesses to, uh, you know, police their population. I mean, they want them to collect information, whether or not these people are being, you know, people who go there are uh indeed vaccinated and so they want them to essentially check for vaccination cards or whatever other proof i guess that they uh imagine people who are vaccinated have um and you know this 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 brings up a really you know kind of interesting question i think for libertarians and you know uh, should the government be able to require a private business to do their own police work for them essentially if, if they don't want 
people out and going to certain places. Why is it that they get to stick that cost on the business? I and I don't kind of understand that. And there was recently a, an argument with this uh, in in the uh, Bay Area, uh, what we call the Bay Area, the, the San Francisco Bay, San Jose area. There was a um, uh, an In and Out Burger, and they had uh, apparently said, "No, we're not going to do this." And so they got shut down at least for a day or two. I'm not quite sure how that all resolved, but they said, "You know, it's not our job to sit there and police people and look at their papers. That we're we're here to sell hamburgers." <laughs> and I'm, I'm not sure though what's going to happen to them in L.A. because I think that's where they're based out of. Well, it's. <clears throat> It's uh, the habit of government to ask businesses to collect sales tax and to collect the uh, income taxes on on uh, their um, and W two their employees. Uh, so so they're they're in the tax collection business. Uh, 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 private businesses are so they they work for the government with no pay, none whatsoever, and that takes. Uh, nationwide, probably billions of dollars of cost directly to to businesses to collect sales tax and income tax for the government for nothing. Okay, uh, and so uh, they're used to it. So um, why not? Yeah, hey, by the way, while you're at it uh, collecting our sales tax, why don't you also check to make sure that they've been vaccinated? Um, you know, because hey, you know, we're we're used to bot. We're the boss. You're not the boss. You don't do not own your private property, your business there that that you think you own. You don't own it. We do, and we own you, and you're our slave. And that's just the way it is. And if you don't like it, uh, I don't know. Sorry, you know, get out of business. Ah, there's a thought. You know, you know what what we have here really and truly is is a benign form of slavery. Because what's going on here, the, the long arm of the law, that's the whip, the whip, and the the slave master is the, gov the federal government, or the state government too, and the small businesses are the slaves. But all businesses, I guess, are the slaves. That yeah. they must do the bidding for no pay. They must do the bidding of master for no pay. So this is just a small... The definition of slavery. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So this is maybe a, you may you may call it a benign form of slavery, but is it slavery all the same? Yeah, it's the same thing. I, I don't know, benign or not benign, it's slavery. It's slavery. Fair, fair enough. I yeah. take your point, Tim. I take your point. And but you see, but the point is though, the government is an, is infecting all areas of, of our lives in this way, where you yeah. use the long arm of the law of, 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 of as a whip. And we, the citizens or businesses, private entities, must do the bidding. And if and if we don't do the bidding, massa will come along and whip us. Sometimes in prisoners mm -hmm. if we don't pay our taxes, if they have determined we don't pay our taxes, or if there's some violation that we don't. We oh don't, yeah. Um, we, we, oh, make we, one we, mistake we on your something. Yeah, make one mistake on your sales tax uh, report. Uh, ask me how. Ask me how I know this from my previous small business ownership years, and they will come and fine you for that little mistake, honest mistake. Doesn't matter. Right. They will come and fine you for that. Hmm. So not only do you not get paid, but you get fined if you screw up. If if you if you're a bad employee, a bad uh, free employee, if you're a bad slave. Okay, if you perform yes. your slave duties. 
erroneously, you will be punished like like slave owners do. I mean, they whip the slaves and that you will be whipped if you if you screw up by your God fearing government. Your master. Yes. Your Your master. master. Your master. Yes. Yes. It is kind of funny, uh, you know, too, you mentioned the idea that uh, um, the businesses are being asked to, I guess, do the government job of collecting the taxes. Uh, But, you know, it's funny. They also have them uh, do policing in other ways, too. Like, uh, for instance, uh, with alcohol, you know, I mean, uh, if somebody goes in to buy a drink, um, the government has them check your permission slip, which is your ID, I guess, to see if you're old enough to uh, to get that drink, you know. And, uh, you know, and, and, and sometimes this is. You know, uh, you know, we also police the sale too. you know, well, you can't sell this on certain days or at certain times or, you know, all kinds of, you know, crazy stuff. Uh, Well, yeah, you want an example of that? Go into a bar at about quarter to two in the in the depending on the local jurisdiction laws in in the uh, at in the morning, quarter to two when they're supposed to close. Okay, you cannot allow liquor to be consumed on your premises after the magical hour of 2 a.m., okay? So if you are um, taking a little while to drink your drink and you're, you know, you've got three quarters of it, uh, of your Jack Daniels on the rocks in the glass, you will be forced. It depend, depends on on the, the, the bar, but I mean, some of them, the bouncers will bounce you the hell out of there three quarters of a drink or not, and, and you will just stop drinking at, a, at 2 a.m., okay? And everybody goes. Everybody's out the door because they're, because they're literally trembling in fear. Their master is going to whip them for allowing the horrible thing of somebody finishing their drink that they just purchased past 2 a.m., okay? All right, well, so, so those are laws. All right, <clears throat> I get it. But boy, the enthusiasm with which certain bars will will enforce that law for their masters is is quite astonishing. I, I couldn't believe it the first time I saw it. Couldn't believe it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And I haven't been well, at a bar at yeah. 2 a.m. in, you know, 20 years or Yeah. Well, you know, that's uh, probably the last call for that story. <laughs> Let me know. Let's go to a different one, too. Um, and James, can you bring up the image real quick here? Uh, so this was the image uh, from our last story about Los Angeles. And now uh, one of the things we wanted to get to as well is, uh, you know, Biden asking, you know, businesses to police things. Well, he's also, I guess, empowering the uh, OSHA or he's trying to anyways. I mean, the courts are, are saying he can't. That ain't stopping him. He's just ignoring the courts on this, which is is absolutely crazy. I mean, people were upset thinking uh, Trump was some fascist or something. I mean, holy crap, the courts are literally telling him, you can't do this, and he's uh, going around. But he's asking OSHA, who's uh, supposed to be essentially saying, hey, you better make sure you're wearing a hard hat, you know, or you better make sure you're, you know, not, uh, you know, working in this area where you could hurt yourself, that kind of a thing. Uh, and he's saying that we'll, essentially- we'll safety in general. Yeah, workplace safety in general. That's workplace safety. That, that focuses on items uh, particular to the workplace, which is what that's about. And, uh, you know, he wants them to make sure that everybody is vaccinated who works for the companies. And so that's something he's being sued over by a lot of big companies. Uh, one of them, uh, some of you might be familiar with, Daily Wire is sort of spearheading some of this. Uh, they are also suing 
uh, the Biden administration. But if you have over 100 employees, they want you to uh, check your check your papers, you know, uh, papers, please, to all your employees as they come in, you know, and they want you to check that, I think, weekly and make sure that your uh, employees are all up to date on their vaccinations. And, you know, so totally getting into their health business, I guess. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of uh, uh, crazy stuff again um, going you know, way beyond. But the, the funny thing is, is because OSHA isn't that big, it sounds like they're they're kind of hoping that employees will be sort of rat out other, you know, their businesses and exactly. stuff, you know, if they're not doing a good job. So it's so it's kind of like 1984 stuff. I mean, they want the people to turn on their neighbors, turn them in, turn in your employer, whatever. If you see a violation, uh, let the government know and we'll pat you on the back. Uh, what do you guys think about this? This is East Germany. This is East Germany being resurrected right here in the United States. Okay, where your neighbors and your co-workers are going to snitch on you. This is this is un unbelievable. What is being what is being um, proposed here? And what is worse about this? The um, the Fifth Circuit, Circuit um, Court of Appeal have told the Biden administration they cannot do this. Okay, they are, they have put a temporary um, temporary block on the implementation of this mandate, and still. And still, they want to go forward. But just today, over the news, it came that they had suspended. They are, they are now suspending the um, the um, the implementation. So I don't know if that means they're going to permanently stop it, or if this is just a temporary thing until the courts are waiting. But the point of the matter is, is that their intent is to to try to go around a court order. Talk about fascism. This is unbelievable. And another example of uh, our cherished institutions being totally ignored by politicians yes. and, and the government, uh, ignoring their own government edicts, you know, uh, that they have, that they're supposed to follow them under the rule of law, if you have the rule of law. And when we lose the rule of law, we are going to be a banana republic. And I think we are already there. It looks like we are. We look, you know, if, if it looks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. And I think right now we look like a banana republic. We quack like a banana republic. And so I'm probably pretty sure that we are indeed a rule of lawless banana republic that just doesn't care about the rule of law and the Constitution and anything else that would restrict the tyranny of government. We're done as a country. I mean, done you, you you think all this other flimsy little stuff on the outside all this crap means anything if you lose the rule of law you are finished as a country yes. and that's where we are right now in my opinion yeah Indeed. finished well, we're on the seventh stage of empire and we're down for the count and you know it's, it, it takes years it takes years it had ha it the old saying it happens slowly until it happens fast. And then when it happens fast, it just gets upended and uh, the Titanic slips below the surface of the, of the, of the ice covered sea and down it goes. And that's the end of that. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it feels pretty uh, Orwellian, but you know, as, yeah. as uh, we've got you triggered at the moment, uh, let's, oh. let's hear your good guys with guns segment. Okay. Tim. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. All right, here we are. This happened October 18th this year. So uh, it's recent. <clears throat> oh, and okay. just, to, and, just to preface, uh, good guys yeah. with guns, we're telling a story. We're trying to do this on a semi-regular basis where, uh, you know, a, a case where a person uh, with a, um, uh, you know, <coughs> uses a gun 
for a good result in society and you know not 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 a bad one so go ahead yeah and sometimes they don't even have to shoot anybody yeah all right so a man but this time a man shot and killed a 28 year old who allegedly broke into his south eugene oregon apartment early monday morning and will not be facing charges police said thursday the additional police details come three days after the shooting which resulted in the death of Skyler Weisberg, who reportedly drove from his home in Tillamook County. Weisberg left home sometimes after 10 p.m. and after being pulled over for a minor traffic violation, he told a deputy he was going to Eugene to look for his wife, according to police spokeswoman Melinda McLaughlin in a news release. He arrived around 3, <laughs> 3.40 a.m. to the South Crest Apartments on Donald Street, where Weisberg's wife had previously lived. McLaughlin said <laughs> she added that the occupants, the current occupants, did not know Weisberg. Police said Weisberg pounded on the door to the apartment, waking up the current occupants, a 21-year-old man and his 20-year-old girlfriend living in sin. Oh, I added that. Um, when the man uh, connect, contacted Weisberg through the, uh, yeah, the man, the, the resident, contacted Weisberg through the window. Weisberg began yelling and pounding on the windows, demanding to see his wife. He also reportedly banged a pumpkin against the window and smashed it against the ground. The noise prompted multiple 911 calls from residents at the complex. The male occupant told Weisberg his wife was not at the location and asked him to leave, according to police, before Weisberg eventually broke the window and entered the apartment. Inside, the male occupant was armed with a handgun and continued to tell Weisberg to leave, police said. Ah, restraint, showing restraint. Weisberg allegedly advanced towards the man, making comments about death, presumably his own, uh, upcoming, before he shot at Weisberg twice, stopping him temporarily. Police said Weisberg continued to advance, and the occupant shot a third time, causing Weisberg to collapse a few feet from the hallway to the bedroom. Police provided medical care to Weisberg until arrival of Eugene Springfield fire personnel, who pronounced Weisberg had taken the room temperature challenge. Oh, they said dead. He was dead. Yeah, I, I put that in. Uh, and then uh, Weisberg had a history of mental illness and at least one prior psychotic episode, police said, after contacting both his <laughs> family and estranged wife. Asked why charges were not filed against the man who killed Weisberg. I mean, why not? Lane County Assistant District Attorney Robert Lane said in an email he believes it to be a clear case of self-defense based on the briefing from police. So I think uh, the that's cut and dry. Indeed. Indeed. A good guy with a gun. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> Well, you know, it, it's funny, you know, part of the reason we're doing this is because you, you hear so many stories, of, you know, in the press, if, if it bleeds, it leads. And if it's a story of, of about a bad guy with a gun, oh, my gosh, it's time for, you know, taking away all the guns. But, you know, yes. you, you really need to hear both sides of that. And so that we can weigh, hey, th there's actually a lot of times when guns save good people out there and and, uh, you know, and prevent some bad things from happening. And so that's uh 
you know, it's it's we're we're trying to balance those scales here a little bit with some of these stories. So is the CDC, whose uh, numbers are up in the uh, two hundred thousands of of uh, instances, and a lot of times not a shot is fired. Most of the time, not a shot is fired, or they're fired and they miss, or they fired and they wound somebody. But uh, you know, so if there's no bleeding, there's no leading, and the CDC uh, is a government agency, maybe. Maybe weaponized, but maybe you ought to uh, listen to their uh, stats on this because there's a lot more good guys with guns than bad guys with guns. Indeed, yes, indeed, yes, indeed. Yeah. We're doing our part to help people hear about those good guys with guns. Yeah. But uh, uh, let's uh, let's get on to our knucklehead noise patrol, and so uh, we can bring up the uh, image on this one. So this time, our knucklehead is Van Jones, but uh, he actually speaks for a lot of the left on this. So, I mean, you know, I might almost say <laughs> almost the entire left is a knucklehead on this one because, uh, you know, they, they all seem to suffer from some kind of, uh, you know, Delta variant of Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> <seems like. laughs> but uh, recently, uh, it, what, what he had said in his uh, comments uh, when he was talking with his, uh, I guess, fellow broadcasters, uh, after Glenn Youngkin won his uh, election in Virginia, uh, uh, beating the uh, uh, sort of the lefty candidate for govern government uh, governor who had been uh, part of the Obama administration, I think I, I can't remember. He the was guy's uh, name. Terry Terry Mc, Terry McAuliffe. He was okay. a Clinton a Clintonite. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So Clintonite. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, so he had uh, was quoted as saying that the uh, reason for the you know, election, uh, the win for Yunkin is he said, uh, when this election is over, we will know we have seen the emergence of the Delta variant of Trumpism. In other words, Yunkin, uh, uh, same disease, uh, but spreads a lot faster and can get a lot more places. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, th these guys just can't let Trump go. I mean, they, they yeah. have this Trump derangement syndrome. Uh, it's been a uh, year and a half, uh, roughly since, uh, what is it, a uh, year and a half, two years? Is it? No, no, not quite two years, about a year since, uh, oh, excuse me, just a year since Trump has, has been out, I guess. So, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it seems a lot longer. I mean, boy, being under Biden. <laughs> been like a decade already <laughs> seems like it anyways uh, you guys have any thoughts on this you know the left and they're fast they just can't let go of trump it's just it's just a sickness that is ongoing here you know and, and you know van jones even though he is always a lefty he was he he had some dealings with trump and they uh, had some good things to say about trump and some of the things that donald trump uh, was uh was doing but you know, I don't even know what what Trump had to do with the Virginia election. He didn't. I mean, Youngkin didn't have him coming coming to um, to Virginia to try to say, hey, you know, vote for him or anything like that. Trump did have some words about him and that kind of stuff. But yes, Van Jones trying to tell us, oh, this is just Trumpism at his worst and and all these sort of things, you know. And you know, it's just so ridiculous. This these people like they they are so obsessed with with this man. They, they, they have become sick in their own in their own in their own mess, and they don't and they can't realize it. You know, I could say something more obscene, but I can't. I know this has to be broadcast, so I, I wouldn't say anything more obscene. But these people are sick, honestly. They are seriously. You know, uh, just desiring to commit the sin is the same as committing the sin, uh, Leon. Uh, I just want to remind you. 
I, I don't have anything more to add to that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you got uh, Jason. Your sound is turned off. You unmute. Yeah, it's funny. You know, we we kind of bang on the left a little bit here recently, but because uh, you know the left is just completely, I guess, gone with Trump derangement syndrome. <laughs> I mean, the stuff that's going on is just—I don't know. It seems to be a bit beyond the pale. But uh, you know, we're—I guess uh, we're doing our best to stay afloat and uh, comment on this stuff week to week. And um, you know, so that so there you have it. So we're glad you've uh, spent another episode with us, and uh, we hope to see you at the next one. Until then, stay free. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness only. Thank you for watching the Knuckleheads of Liberty. We invite you to come again next week for the Libertarian Counterpoint Productions.